0: Okay, I am sitting here with Sherry Riley, just fangirling it out. I am at the John Maxwell Training, and I ran into Sherry Riley. And some of you already know that Patrice Washington, who I just love and adore, is best friends with this woman. So as soon as I saw her (laughs) at the John Maxwell Training, I'm in Orlando, Florida right now. And as soon as I saw her, I grabbed her. I said, I need five minutes of your time. I just want to interview you for this podcast. And I'm really excited. Because she, when I met Sherry, it was so awesome because when I heard that she was a coach for athletes, I instantly connected. you sherry i instantly connected because my son at that time was playing college football and i thought oh man i need to hire her to coach my son Mm -hmm. and it was just like an instant connection that i have and i want to quickly read sherry's bio Um, first of all she works with celebrities athletes executives high achievers i love this because this is me all the way (laughs) on how to stop spending a hundred percent of their time on 10% of who they are. The journey to their own other 90% is through her book, by the way, you have to get her book, Exponential Living, the nine... Power Steps. She, of course, uh, we, I think we actually certified pretty close to the same year speaker, coach, trainer at John Maxwell Team. And you're a founding partner and also a founder and chief partnership strategist at Glue Incorporated. Also an empowerment speaker, life strategist, and author, as I mentioned, of Exponential Living. And I know you can get that book on Amazon. And you're going to want to, because I'm going to tell you right now, she's got incredible principles. I'm not going to tell them all to you. So the nine steps, right? So nine principles. But the one that I want to read to you real quick, because it hit home with me, Sherry, when when you spoke on on Patrice's, um, her interview and her podcast, it immediately stopped me dead in my tracks. And I went to work and one of the reasons why I started this B series is because I feel like myself included that we've become human doings and forgot that we're human beings thus the B series right and uh, and your principle is pursue peace in a positive mind and I just want to read this excerpt before I have you speak here is peace is the medicine that healed my hurt Built my confidence, corrected my thinking, and has given me boundless strength. Peace is possible. Peace is your power. Peace is the new success. You know why I I really hit home on that because um, you wrote in there that you had a colonoscopy at 15. Yeah, I just had mine last year because yes, it that was, was my right first. Your first one, yeah, I had yes. After that, <laughs> yes, and yes. and it hit home with me last year because I had my first one, found out I had diverticulosis, mm. which I believe has come from myself of not pursuing peace, and peace is a new success. So I've been repeating it over and over in my mind. It's been my mantra because yes. of you. Uh, Where did that come from? Tell the story.
1: Um, it came from me pursuing what I believe success was, which was the career the family, the marriage, the children, the titles, the money, Um, that was what I was brought up to believe that success was. And I had those things and I I didn't feel successful. Um, Actually, I was miserable. I was empty. I had this void. And I knew what it was like to have everything you ever desired and still feel empty. And I knew what it was like to be absolutely broken and still feel empty. So Mm. I realized that in either state, the only thing that made me feel whole was peace. Whether I had everything I've ever wanted, or whether I was in the most broken place in my life, wherever I had peace is where I had the most joy and clarity and courage. And it's probably been about 15 years when the first time I said it, I trademarked it Mm. about 12 years ago, because I realized that really all of us are pursuing peace for our success. And then achievement are those other things, the ancillary. That's the title, that's the money, that's the marriage, that's the children. Those are the achievements that we want, but our real success is peace.
0: So, okay, tell me where this actually came from. Like, I believe that there's untold stories of leadership transformation, and I'm wondering, what was that moment in time specifically Walk through those feelings that you said, oh, I, I need burned. peace.
1: <laughs> yeah. I absolutely so crashed So inspiration and or desperation, yours oh, was I desperation. Cra- I, I, yes, okay. I
0: crashed and burned. Okay. I
1: literally... What happened? I was, uh, if you're familiar with the song Ladies Night by Little Kim hmm. and Angie Martinez, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, uh, Missy Elliott produced it, and... I was on the video set, Um, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, God rest her soul from TLC was my artist. And so we were in West Palm Beach shooting this video and it was just everything wrong about the music industry. Like it was just horrible. Um, The video ended up being an amazing video. It won a Grammy, all this, I mean, won uh, awards, Um, but I I was just broken. And so the Mm. next day, we were shooting Usher's video for You Make Me Wanna. And so I had to leave West Palm Beach and fly to Los Angeles. And so this was pre-9-11. So I'm sitting in first class. I fly from West Palm Beach to Atlanta, and then we're flying from Atlanta to LA. And I am literally knocked out. Like I am sleep on the plane. And to the point where, again, this is pre-9-11. Everyone has left the plane First class. Everyone has left the plane. And when I finally wake up, the flight attendants are saying, Ma'am, you have to leave Mm -hmm. this plane. Ma'am, you have to leave this plane. And it Mm -hmm. was like three people over me. The captain was there. That's how absolutely drained I was. Um, I never made it to Usher's video shoot. I literally drove to my girlfriend's house. Mm -hmm. She prayed for me. I got on the red eye. I went back to Atlanta. I literally sat in my apartment for seven days in the dark. Uh, and God just really ministered to me that this season was over. And I um, called my boss, L.A. Reed and Kenny Babyface Edmonds, and I reti- and I resigned. Um, and what I realized was I was spending 100% of my time on 10% of who I was. Mm-hmm. What I realized is even though I had the career I loved, I had the artists that I, I enjoyed working with, I loved the people I worked with, but I was miserable. And mm-hmm. I was broken. And I was empty so I literally crashed and burned
0: wow so I (laughs) I was pushed off the cliff (laughs) I believe our greatest adversity leads to our greatest assignment so this is your greatest assignment so tell me what do you mean by we spend 100% of the time on 10% of who we are how do we help people find who they are how do you help people
1: yes so the first thing I do is I ask the question who are you and then I don't allow them to say I don't know Right? Because we always know. Now, we may not be ready to accept the answer. Okay. We may not be ready to do the work that we need to do. We may not be ready to make the changes that we need to make. But underneath all of the buts and the I can'ts and I don't know is -hmm. what we do know. Mm -hmm. So what I make my clients and my colleagues do is focus on what you do know, not what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so when I get people to just stop and think about what do I want? Like, Mm -hmm. what do I want? And most of the time, the most important things to them are the things that they spend the least amount of time on. Mm. And so in starting this journey of spending, stop spending 100% of your time on 10% of who you are, the first step is just answering that question, what do I want? Mm. But focusing in on what you do know and not what you don't know. And then the second step is to give yourself permission Give yourself permission to get help if you don't really have all the answers. Give yourself permission to let go of some things that no longer serve you. When I crashed and burned, what I realized months later is I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So honestly, my season at LaFace as an employee was done. I had reached the goal. I wanted to work in the entertainment industry. I wanted to work at a record label. I wanted to be responsible for creating superstars. Check, check, check. But if I hadn't crashed mm-hmm. and burned, I would have stayed somewhere ten years that I was only supposed to be there three. Wow. So we have to give ourselves permission to make changes. Mm-hmm. We have to make, give ourselves permission to ask for help. And so the second thing is, give yourself permission. Yeah. And then the third thing is to be a disruptor in your own life. Right? Be a disruptor in your own life. We know that Uber is a disruptor in transportation and we know Mm -hmm. Google was a disruptor in information, right? When something comes in and absolutely changes the way we think, the way we function, the way we filter, the way we view things, That's a disruptor. And we get so settled in our comfort zone that we need to just shake ourselves up and be a disruptor in our own lives. We need to be a disruptor in our thinking and our perspective, how we filter information, the way we look at society, that what we have, we can, we can, uh, it may no longer serve us. Um, So we have to be a disruptor in our own lives and be okay with shaking up our own paradigm.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay, this is powerful stuff, which we could spend hours just really dissecting into this. But also what they could do is buy your book. Yes. 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 So Exponential Living by Sherry Riley. Sherry Riley. Stop
1: spending 100% of your time on 10% of who you are. And the nine principles in the book serve as the guide on how to do that. Because you know what, Tina? I didn't want to read another self-help book that just told me the issues or told me the problems. I really wanted to know how. And so as I figured it out for myself, I'm sharing that how with everyone mm. else. And take action. Take
0: action. Yep. And so what's new for you? How are you pursuing peace? What are you doing right now? I know you're speaking. I am speaking. Yes. So that's the primary goal. Mm-hmm. Um, the, well, the primary
1: go is spending time with my family. I have a 12-year-old mm-hmm. daughter that I mm-hmm. absolutely adore. Yeah. Uh, me and my husband, we try to date more, right? Aww, <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm trying to date my <laughs> husband more. Um, yes. And then with that, build a business that actually serves high achievers. You know, what I call a high achiever is someone who's just busy. They're busy yeah. trying to be productive. They're busy trying to make a difference. They're busy trying to spend time with their family and create freedom within their time allocation and their day. Yeah. Um, so I just want to be of service to those people that just want to know how. How do I live in peace, clarity, and courage and still have a financially lucrative life? and have a formidable business or have an amazing career. Mm. Because we don't have to do one or the other, right? So many times we think in order to have peace, Mm -hmm. we have to give up the drive Mm -hmm. for our career. And no, you can have the drive for your career. All I want to do is empower you with the peace first so Mm. that you can then genuinely enjoy the fruits of your hard work in your career
0: so good. I feel like the peace has given me, made me more present last year, but my word was present because of your word peace. Ah, thank you. Yes. Yes. So the peace gave me more present with people Mm -hmm. and I was actually able to have more gratitude in the moment instead of worried about the future. Yes. So that's what's powerful. So yes. yes, yes, yes. I I love you and adore you. And I cannot thank you for taking the time. And it's I so also mutual. understand <laughs> that uh, Leadership, the new book that John Maxwell came out, uh, part one of your quotes from your book, yeah. Exponential Living, is in that book. What What's the quote? So he pulled an excerpt.
1: Yeah. Um, from my book and features mm-hmm. it and it's talking about how high achievers just get so caught up in work that they mm-hmm. end up working for the sake of working they, they yes. lose their goals they lose their focus like you say they mm-hmm. end up doing instead of being Yes, and um, so he pulled that excerpt out to really show that some high achievers will just say well I don't know what I accomplished but I worked hard Um, And so he's talking about that leader shift when you really shift from just work, work, work into purpose and being. Mm. Yeah, so to have John, our mentor, our friend, to pull an excerpt from my book to feature in his book uh, is very humbling, um, but it's Mm. also very rewarding because 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, Tina. People mm-hmm. were saying that I was crazy talking about peace. Like, they were like, okay, you ready to go sit in a corner and kumbaya? And uh, I'm like, yes. no, peace is our power. Mm-hmm. Peace is where we really, really grow, and mm-hmm. it's where a lot of us prosper, not only financially, but also in our family dynamic.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, peace is the new success. Peace is the yes. new success. Yes, and so they get your book on Amazon, correct? <laughs> yes. And Anywhere you have a website.
1: So. yes. and yes. SherryRiley.com. Okay. S h e r i r i l e y. Okay. And that is my Instagram. So okay. So let's connect there. And then also YouTube is SherryRiley.com. D o t c o m is spelled out.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, yes. we can watch you on YouTube. So yes. great. Okay, we love you, Sherry. Thanks love for doing you. this. Thank okay, you, God bless Tina. you. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to send us your stories of transformation through www.tinablack.net. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give it a rating and subscribe. See you next time.